0: Chapter 40, Flora. Flora arrived early at the designated waiting room. The day had come. In the middle of the room, the three long-distance Hope mechs stood side by side, waiting to be occupied by its Hope runners. They were remarkable. It's like the mechs wore giant backpacks. Flora was surprised to spot Cassidy in a meditative pose in front of her phone. Social media? Cassidy spotted her, bowed to the phone, waved her fans goodbye, and strolled over to Flora. She extended her hand to greet Cassidy when Cassidy came in for a full arm handshake. She looked Flora in the eyes as she held it. As we make a promise to the city, I'm making a promise to you. Whatever may be out there on the horizon beyond the anomaly, I will protect you and Satello. We need to protect each other. Our souls have been intertwined in this moment and we are bound for mutual destiny. Definitely not a normal way to greet someone then again, what was normal anyway? Flora was about to run into the horizon to an unknown fate, with two people she hardly knew. She reciprocated regardless and held Cassidy's arm tighter in return. You have my promise too. Cassidy released her arm and bowed. They donned their suits and packed their belongings into the Hope Mex when Sotello burst into the room. All right, ladies, ready for some running? Flora rolled her eyes. She didn't exactly like Satello, but after he threw himself off the skyscraper, she wondered how much of his exterior was just insecurities. Maybe that's why he was so good in a mech. He had been wearing an emotional shell his entire life, heir to the Emmer Empire, protecting himself. Are you sure you'll be able to keep up? Flora joked. Hey, listen, you'll eat my dust out there, Satello tried to retort. Listen, soulmates, no competition. We're in this together. Cassidy injected. She walked up to Satello, did the same arm grip shake, and recited the same promise. Satello was taken aback, peering at Flora with slight worry in his eyes. He let go of the uncomfortable grip and hesitantly recited the promise. Flora hoped Argent was here. She would have at least lent some semblance of familiarity. Satello and Cassidy were entirely different people. This would be its own challenge. It's bizarre that they had not even been briefed on how to work and run together it's almost as if the city didn't actually care for the Hope Runners. Flora chuckled. Such was the constant pendulum of doubt and certainty. A long siren went off. The TV changed to the mayor. Citizens, we're glad you are here, the mayor said behind a fortified glass structure. It has been the best of times and the worst of times. In times such as these, we endeavor to keep pushing forward. As you know, Through a heroic compromise, Argent Winslow has willingly relinquished her opportunity to run in order to expedite our salvation. In this extraordinary circumstance, she is to be ordained as a ceremonial hope runner, precisely for her bravery. The hope runners are selfless public servants and Argent's actions speak volumes to that. In times like these, we realize what we can gain, but also realize what we stand to lose if we don't ensure the entire city is united. This will be an uphill battle, but today, we can put a small step forward by uniting behind our Hope Runners. Cheers roared through the city. Flora could hear it reverberating through their room next to the great roundabout. An attendant peered in and gestured for them to get ready. They climbed into their long-distance Hope mechs. This was it. A door slowly slid open in front of them. We welcome your three Hope Runners, Flora Kaigo, Cassidy Kim, and Satello Emmer they marched out slowly, waving to the city. Cheers went up. Flora looked up and could see people sitting on top of the skyscrapers. Palma was up there somewhere. The sun was low on the horizon and it reflected its way through the city towards them. They marched the covered gridlock towards the edge of the city, taking a slow victory lap through all the neighborhoods. Far into the distance, the gridlock snaked into a promise. At the gate, Sotelo was up first. He turned around and gave his speech to the city. He took a deep breath. Citizens of Gridlock, I stand here today not as a citizen of our beautiful city, but as a beacon of hope. I stand to serve. I stand to run into that horizon to find the answers we all want, to find us our salvation. I would like to thank my family for always supporting me in my endeavors. To my tribute, Pren Emmer, my father, I will be back, I promise. Above all else, this one's for you. To those who lost loved ones in the horrible attack, we promise to bring you hope to ease your grief. Finally, from the penthouses, to the mid-levels, to the trunks, let us all keep hope in our hearts. We all one day will shed the gridlock from our souls and be free. I'm not a man of many words. I will let my actions speak for me. To gridlock!" Satello raised his arms into the air. The city raised their key fobs in return and executed a giant unk unk together. Sotelo turned around and lunged through the dome gate. Cassidy came up to the podium. Citizens of Gridlock, fellow souls, how fortunate are we to live through these times? We have the opportunity not only to save our world, but also to savor it. When we have to say goodbye, we recognize what we took for granted. All this resonant energy is a privilege. However, all of this could soon fade. It's all temporary. One day, we could all say goodbye. Goodbye to our daughters, to our sons, to our brothers, to our sisters, mothers, fathers, cousins, friends, communities. Even the divisions we now have in this city, we would be sad to lose. Because the last thing to go is our common humanity. The orphan from the trunks would have to say goodbye to the city official in the skyscraper. The official in the skyscraper would have to say goodbye to the artist in the mid-levels. We will have to say goodbye each day. So today, I say goodbye to all of you so that we don't have to say goodbye anymore. I am one through many. I am a hope runner, but only through you. Thank you. I will do my duty, I promise. To Gridlock. Cassidy bowed and then raised her arm in the air. The citizens of Gridlock raised their key fobs in return and echoed it with an unk Cassidy vaulted through the dome gate finally, it was Flora. She took a deep breath. The entire city would listen. Friends, family, mother, citizens. I have a confession. I've always wanted answers, but I never truly believed in hope. It felt absurd, unreal, and meaningless. I ran because I believed that in doing so, I could see my father again. He could tell me why he left. There was no hope in that. Deep down, it was closer to revenge. I was angry and that consumed me. It almost ruined me. I almost did not stand here today because of it. It all changed when the pendulum swung in the other direction. When I ran not just for myself, but for others. For all of you, but also one woman in particular. My mother. I had to protect her because I knew the truth. This truth burned a hole in me when I realized that ultimately I had no choice. And in that revelation, I realized that my feelings weren't at odds with each other. We can pursue answers in the face of uncertainty. We can feel hope, even when it sometimes feels absurd. We can fall in love, yet ridicule its control over us. We can be sincere, yet recognize the many ironies apparent in our existence. I will run into that horizon with both fear and hope on my back. I am scared but I'm excited. I wasn't supposed to be here, yet here I am. Argent Winslow, you mean more to me than you can imagine. Thank you. The city cheered. Flora took it all in. To my mother, when you wake up, I want you to know that your support was the most important part of why I'm here today. I promise that I will get your letter to father. He was ultimately correct. I didn't understand it then, but I understand it now. River Kaigo said that hope is a choice. It's a choice to change our perspective. Multiple things can be true. While I will be away, I hope you all too can learn to feel it all at once. To accept the uncertainties, yet continue pushing for the survival of our grand city and its way of life. From the trunks, to the gridlock, to the mid-levels, to the penthouses. Mixed in all its beautiful absurdity. Hope. Flora took a deep breath once more. This truth that I discovered, the reason I had to protect my mother, is a truth that you all need to know. In doing so, you too can choose. I have permission from Tinu and Palma Emmer to share this truth with you all today. What Mason said in the attack, as tragic as it is, is true. The Emmers for decades have indeed been manipulating the public car markets in their favor using a bandwidth limiter. It's the truth. Hope is a choice. I will be back soon. Flora raised her arm in the air. There was a lot of commotion and furor in the city. Not all of the citizens of Gridlock raised their key fobs in the ensuing confusion. Regardless, a giant unk unk echoed through the city, and cheers followed Flora as she walked through the dome gate. Waiting for her, Satello and Cassidy stood ready. Neither of them knew what had just happened. Satello fired up his mech. He sent a salute towards them and started running. Cassidy bowed kicked her mech into gear, and started running. Flora turned around one last time to look at the city of Gridlock. The red lights started beating on top of the skyscrapers, still warning the airplanes that had not yet returned. She smiled. Her heartbeat was back in return. She hoped that the truth would lead the city to a better future. Flora, searching for answers her whole life, still did not have it all. And yet, the city just received an answer to a question they didn't have. Ironic. She turned back towards the long line of cars flowing like a shimmering river into the horizon. The anomaly, like life, might harbor no answer. Questions forever stuck like the cars in the gridlock. She shook her arms, feeling the bracelets. On her right was her father. To run for hope. To pursue the question. To find the answers. On her left was her mother. To let go. To accept. To be vulnerable. She fired up the mech. It hummed back a beautiful vibration. She closed her eyes and took a deep breath that exhaled into a slight anxious stutter. She opened her eyes towards the horizon. What answers would she find? Was her father still out there? What was beyond the anomaly? Would her mother be okay without her? She wanted the answers, but now it had no control over her anymore. She had learned to accept and live with the questions. At least the sunset, the orange portal on the horizon shone back beautifully in the dusty haze. Afraid, yet hopeful, she grinned. She ran.